All right, y'all, it's your boy Smiles, and we back for another episode of the Music Impulse. On this mm -hmm. episode, just like I said in the beginning, we, we got my man Maximilian in the building. How you doing, sir? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, man? What's going on, y'all? Not much. Um, uh, you ain't got to worry about it. I was like, it's all going to be audio. I don't do no video at all. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's all right. Uh, yeah, but uh, how, how you been doing, man? How you been doing with the, like this quarantine and, and all the social injustice stuff? How you been doing lately? Man, honestly, as far as holding up with the George Floyd and the COVID-19, I've just been trying to stay out of the way, man. I've been trying to use my voice in other terms and other means. Like, I think my work has been more physical than verbal. You know, I've seen a lot of people express their hurt and express their fears. But as an artist and as a human, my first reaction to everything is, okay, what can I do about it? You know, so that's just my situation. Yeah, because I, I know lately, I was, especially like within like, excuse me, within like the last week, I've seen like a bunch of different artists like come up with different songs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just heard today uh, the joint that the baby got Rockstar. He just released like a, a Black Lives Matter like remix version to the joint that he, he just released. Um, mm. just, I, I think that's a, a great way for artists to come out and like voice their stuff. I saw even uh, Lil Baby even came out with a a song. I was I was shocked. I like I'm a I'm a fan of Lil Baby, but I I never uh, thought he'd come up with a song like that. So I I do I do like that that he he's coming up with songs like that to speak about myself like when he came out. Yeah, I was shocked myself when he came out with that statement about how uh, we as black artists we we typically um, we have this hypocrite we have this hypocrisy about Black Lives Matter, but in our music we glorify you know things that are opposite and contradictorial to black lives. So I was proud of him when he said that, man. When he came out with that statement, I was like, all right, that's a step up for him. Yeah. You know, he really had my ears on that one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was like. I was like, okay, I was like, I was already a fan of you, but to to do that, I was like, okay, I'll, you make me like you a, a little bit more already. Yeah. So I, I do like yeah. that. Um, I did see recently, you got you got the joint, and I, I checked it out uh, earlier, the joint Earthly Love. Can, can you speak about yes, sir. how that came to be? Yeah, man. So Earthly Love is pretty much, uh, it's a duo. It's, um, it's, a, it's sad lyrics over a happy beat, right? And it's the pinnacle of a toxic relationship. Basically, it represents um, a female or a male being tired of the drama and the uh, continual vengeance and venom in toxic relationships. And it's just at the climax of it. So yeah, Earthly Love is just a climax of any toxic relationship. I'm done with this BS. I'm ready to walk out the door type, you know, feeling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm ready to hear something, you know what I'm saying, type feeling. So, yeah, I was, I was yeah. checking out. I was listening earlier. I was like, I was like okay, I, I like this. Because, like you said, it's, it's you. sad lyrics over a happy beat. So, I was like, I was like okay, this is, this is joint. Uh, who's the dude I saw? Was it, his name yeah. was Maurice. Uh, yeah, his name is Maurice. Shout out to Maurice. He's a uh, man. That guy's voice is phenomenal. He's, he's one of the kind, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. He 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 did a, a a dope job on it. And then, um, is this for a project you got coming out, or is it a project you already got out? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I've got a project coming out right now. I haven't dropped the date or the time for it or the name, but I am currently still working on it. I got about like two more singles I need to finish. But uh, yeah, these these are a couple of singles off the project, which include "Pray," "Earthly Love," and "Secure Not Beheaded." And of course, the last single I'm potentially dropping this month before uh, you know I drop the project. Yeah, I heard the Insecure joint, which uh, yeah. 
uh, I don't know if you into the sh- the show. I was like, you know, tonight's the the finale of Insecurity. Do you watch the show at all? Really, it's like like the like done after. Well, not done. Just just for the season. Just the oh, season. season finale. No, I have never watched the show Insecure before. I mean, I've had a couple people tell me to get put up on it, but I have not watched it before, man. So I definitely would have to check it out. Yeah, I was like, I know. To, yeah, tonight's the the season finale. Uh, me and a couple of the, the co-hosts, we actually gonna watch watching a little bit a, a, after this, just to, and then we're gonna do like a, a recap episode of the whole season and everything. Yeah, yeah. If I checked it out, man, I know I did send one of my tracks before, like Insecure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I did send that to HBO, but the, the sad part is that HBO told me, "Oh, we can't have this because we don't own it." So it's like, ah, oh, man. But at least they hit back, man. You know that that made me pretty proud. So you should reach out to Issa personally because she just started her own yeah. uh, record label, uh, and then she just signed. Uh, I can't think of what that girl's name is, but she just signed an uh, up and coming uh, female artist. She was she was on one of the J Cole tracks on on the Dreamville project. I can't remember what her name is. Uh, oh, I remember. She light skinned chick. Uh. Tape, 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 baby, uh, baby. She's tape. like a light skin chick, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, Issa, yeah. Just, Issa just signed signed her off of just hearing her on on that project, but and then yeah. she, you know she always talking about putting on uh, unsigned artists and um, unknown artists on on the episode. So I, if I was you, I'd, I'd reach out to her like personally. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have to sit down with my manager and get her email and uh, give her contact because if she's doing that. Shoot, yeah, Issa, you know, what's up? Insecure, you know what I'm saying? Shoot. Yeah, so, you, hey. You never know. Oh, also, uh, I've been telling a couple artists the last couple of days. I don't know if you're a fan of Eric Brellinger. Uh, I'm not familiar with the cat. Not familiar uh, with the brother. Uh, he's, a, he's an R&B artist. He, he's written a lot for, like, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, Usher. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. Um, if you, I'll, I'll see his information uh, after the, we do the episode, but uh, he just dropped a, a project called Hors d'oeuvres, and it's like nine tracks, and each song, uh, he leaves an open verse because he wants uh, unknown artists to hop on the tracks and just see what they, they can do. Mm. He leaves a, yeah. a verse for a, a verse for like a verse, or he leaves, uh, leaves the tracks open for him just doing the hook, and you do all the verses, so. Yeah, I've been having some thoughts myself lately with the project that I'm making. I'm like, well, I want to I want to hear other other artists' expressions on this because it's not necessarily just a project. It's it'd be cliche to say it's a movement. I feel like everybody says that, but it's definitely depicting mental health. So it's like, do rappers really capitalize off of mental health? And if they do, then I definitely would like to hear some of you know other people's bars off this project because I know my boy Jonah Lucas did it. You know, he dropped yeah. ADHD. Yeah, I, was you know like, I, I love that. I didn't think I was gonna love that album, but I, I love his 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 whole album. I was like that. Yeah, I'm surprised. I've already been saying that that's probably one of my favorite albums of the whole year so far. Mm. Yeah, I was like, I was yeah. like, oh okay, Jordan. I didn't think I was, I was like, I knew you had bars, but I didn't know I was gonna like the whole album. I was like, every single song. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is just joint hitting. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Jordan Lucas. Um, shout out. Uh, what else I was gonna say? Um. I had a couple of questions. Uh, I saw you was, are you, you originally from Detroit? Did you grow up in, in Detroit or what? Cause I'm from Ohio. <laughs> oh, okay. North side of in this place. Yes, sir. I come from uh, Detroit, man. I've uh, been down here since about 11 years old. So really I consider myself a Detroit Texan. You know what I'm saying? But um, 
honestly, man. Yeah, from D- Detroit, Michigan. Haven't been there in a while, though. It's been about four years, probably. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, cause, uh, yeah I'm, I'm originally from Ohio. And then, I don't know if you ever heard of it, Bowling Green State University, which is in Ohio, but it's kind of like 30 minutes from Detroit. So, I have a lot of Detroit friends, a lot of Detroit homies. Uh, one, of, one of my best homies, my homie Lowe, he's, he's from Detroit. He do a podcast also in Audible Ruckus. I'm going to I'm gonna hit you up to him him too so you can send him some music. He always putting on on the artists, especially especially once he finds out that you're from Detroit. So he, mm-hmm. he, he might really like that too. And he uh I just did his episode, his podcast Friday and like he's two hundred and nineteen episodes in and he and he, mm. he does at least three to four artists every ep- episode he plays their music. That'd be dope, man. Definitely definitely would love to hear y'all play a track of mine, man. Maybe Insecure, Pray, or The Love. Definitely Insecure. That's a fan favorite right there, man. Yeah, I did like the, uh, the Insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, uh, because I, on these Music Impulse episodes, I do like to play one or two joints. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'm going to have you introduce Insecure, and then we're going to end the episode with Earthly Love. So you want to introduce Insecure Definitely. quick? Yes, this is uh, Insecure by me featuring Maria B. Y'all enjoy all right, and here we go. Look into your eyes, hey, see the art of greatness, uh, in the image of God. Everybody wanna fit in where they don't belong. Truthfully faking it, they be the fraud. Mentally stable but morally off. Everybody wanna be the king of the cross. Know how much a dollar costs for your soul. How much the Louis Prada you own. How much the inhibitions see insecurity running straight through your blood. How much the Instagram you love. But in reality, is no love. Your worth is not judged, but counting your likes. It's off of your phone whenever you upload. Hey, thank for a minute. Thank for a minute. Thank for a minute. Your daughter of a queen or a prince of a king like prince of a king Coming to America, ayy Not the same, they try to twist the angle Not a slave, you is the chosen people Royalty is in your DNA to Yahshua is on your side of savior Cause insecurities will him away But whenever I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling in danger I know your grace, I know your spirit's faithful The mind and ways, but I got holy angels Not a saint, my grandma used to make me give him praise Whenever I ate my bagel, count the days Until I meet my maker, until that day my insecurity stays strong be so insecure You are Shine so bright. I know that everything will be alright. Yeah, be so insecure. You are everything and more. You shine so bright. I know that everything will be alright. Dry your eyes, don't let them see you broken. It's alright, just know that you are chosen. Just know to keep your head up. I know that you are fed up. Yeah. People say things to knock you down, but they ain't nothing but some clowns. I pray to God every night. I hope to get myself right. I gotta build up my pride. I gotta be strong. Rather do this on my own. 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 Rather do this on my own.
my own Don't be so insecure You are everything and more You shine so bright I know that everything will be alright How much is the cost of freedom? How much is the cost of abdicating hatred through a nation who don't see it equal? Who don't see the value of uniqueness? Born to be a golden royalty inside a rut that's formulated a cheap shoe. My soul was purchased with a price, so any demons can't lease that. Anybody wanna know what it's like to sell your soul in this music life? I ain't even talking about sacrifice, just when you know you can't sleep at night. Filled with patience and dedication and hoping that they will spare the time. Filled with anger, exhaustion when they can't reciprocate the likes. Everybody wanna be noticed, keep focused, only me and I. How much is the price of your soul again? And what is the purpose of your existence? And why does your validation and self-worth formed off of their opinions? Just to keep it realer, insecurities come from broken wishes. Max. Be so insecure You are everything and more You shine so bright I know that everything will be alright You got Jack Curry All that stuff You got all them Just elements love. All them elements It's not that All of them You know, I think uh, when, you, when you talked about controlling earlier When I bought my first car and I made sure I worked two jobs. The hardest factor of it was knowing that there was temptation out there for my, for my mom to want to get me my own car. Right. But when I bought it myself, I knew that the freedom was there, like the freedom of being able to travel where I want, when I want, whenever I want. i tell you another thing. It's a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. A sense of pride. More than freedom. The pride that you did it on your own. Mm-hmm. The pride, you know what it took to get that. It's going to take this other pride to get you another person. Mm-hmm. But don't ever get too proud of not getting it. Because that'll stop you. All right, y'all. Y'all just heard that joint. That was Insecure by my man, Max Man. How, how you doing, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. That song right there. Every time I play that song. No matter how old it gets, it's just like I hear it for the first time. It's just, it's just it's laid back. I hope it helps somebody, man. Yeah. Um, I was going to also ask you, uh, what's the, the vibe? I know you said you haven't released like the, the name of the project or a date yet. So what what, what would you say is the, the, the vibe of the whole project? Honestly, the vibe is basically, okay, so the, the vibe is about therapy. If anybody's ever been to therapy, you're, you're uncomfortable. You have to explain yourself. But as you go and you continue to speak, you find yourself, and not only do you find yourself, you find comfort. So it starts off dark, it gets high, gets a little dark again, and then in the end, it ends with some sense of resolution, of finding oneself, of being content, of being happy with, you know, even even if you have flaws, being happy with uh, being able to maneuver through those flaws to become the better person that you know you can be. All right, cool. I like that, man. That was really dope, especially... Like right now, doing 
all these times with coronavirus and the social injustice, a lot of people are already dealing with a lot of mental health stuff. They're even saying that people who never even really had mental health issues are struggling right now. Like uh, for me personally, my, my girlfriend already suffers from depression. So that's already been something I'm having to deal with. Cause uh, like, for example, when uh, she's doing like work from home and she was telling me at first, like, yeah, okay, cool. I think I'm gonna like this this work from home thing. Like she's like, oh yeah, I like this. I think it's gonna be cool. And then like two or three weeks in, she was just like, okay, I need to, I can't do this. Like just physical contact. Yeah, I need people. Yeah. Yeah, and then like she's uh, well, she's kind of like currently going through her her like mental health and depression right now because she's just like, I just want to be able to get out and just go back to like regular life. Like she's like, I just can't de- deal with this right now. Like <laughs> so. Yeah. uh I know especially like therapy and mental health and things like that, that's really been like one of my things that I've really gotten into, especially since I started dating her. And then one of the guys that I love, Charlamagne the God, that's, you know, that's like his, his big thing is all about mental health. So, mental health. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I like yeah. that. I can't, I can't wait to hear the project. I'm definitely going to have to. Uh, Thank get you, my, man. I do appreciate girl. that. I'm definitely have to get my girl hip to that. <laughs> Thank you, man. That yeah. would mean a lot, man. Yeah. And then, um, I saw you, you performed at the one of the For the Culture uh, um, events. Actually, I went to the one. Yes, sir. I don't know if that was the one that the, the day that Nipsey died, but I went to the one the day that Nipsey died. That was the one I performed at. I'm not sure if you, if you remember that one. Uh, was it in April the 2nd? Yeah. Uh, whatever, well, yeah, whatever day, day that, that was that uh, Nipsey uh, Hustle died. That, that was literally the, same, the one I went to. Uh, if that was the day, is that because I gave a tribute to some of my performance and uh, and we we did it for the culture. Yeah, that's as the state for the culture. We brought a vibe for the culture. We honored the culture. So yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I just I actually just saw earlier that they they announced the. Uh, the next one is June 28th because I was supposed to go to the one that they was going to have a couple months ago before Corona hit. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to going to the one on, on June 28th because um, my homies um, with Humble Flourish brand and, and for Crown Holders, you know, they they part of that and they, they helped throw that event. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Victoria again. You know, she she, she set up a, a voting registration today in downtown. Of course, I couldn't make it. But um, for the culture, it's just as the name states. I mean, those people are always giving back and not only giving back, but um, coming up with the innovation of pushing the culture forward through positivity. So, yeah, Victoria, much love. Yeah, uh, we actually worked her event also, the, the Melanin Manny Festival. Uh, yes. We, we worked one of, those, one of those days, and she gave us, like, a little area for us to be able to interview some of the speakers and things so like yeah shout out to victoria i i told her recently like i, I really tr- i want to get an actual interview with her and like talk yeah. about all that because i was like that's dope that you run like your own facility like this and uh when i went to the the, the melanin festival that was like my first uh my first time meeting her but yeah. i was telling her beforehand i was like yo i've been here like multiple times for different events and the fact that I actually got to meet the person that runs this and knowing that everybody goes through here pretty much. I was like, that's the go-to spot. Like, yo, that was just dope to meet her. So. Yeah, man. I honestly believe again, like I said to, 
to end it on that note, man, that she's going to continue to push the scene of Dallas forward, not only through music, but art, cultural expression, and relevant topics that help our people keep intelligence on our mind. So, Victoria, God bless you, girl. You, hey, her crown is seated. It's fitted nice. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, she, she's amazing. She, she's a dope person. Um, how long, how long, you said you, you've been here in Texas, where you've been in Dallas for like uh, 11 years, or what did you say? Yes, sir, about 11 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. How you, how you been like it down here? I, I've been down here since 2011 myself. Man, same time. Honestly, same time. Honestly, if I can give you a cue of how I feel about Dallas, um, I'm favored towards Dallas, Texas, obviously being that I haven't been to Detroit for four years and haven't lived in Detroit for about almost 10, right? So Dallas has totally changed my lifestyle. However, I do feel like we could be more than what we think we are. I do think we undervalue ourselves a lot from art to um, music to innovation of electronics. I mean, we totally look to other cities for inspiration. But I feel like if we would hone our own culture down here, we could become the mecca of pride and of uh, cultural growth. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot just looking at Houston because I've been to Houston, I think, twice, just even just this year. I've, I've been to Houston twice, and I always be thinking about how, like, Dallas could be way more bigger. I, I, I love the fact that Houston, like, bigs up, like, their artists. And I feel like Dallas could do, like, just – even just the, the music realm more that Dallas could big up their artists and support their artists way more than, uh, than they, they do personally for myself. Yeah. Cause, exactly. Cause there's, there's so many outlets. There's so many ways to get, get your music out. And it's just, I feel like if we could just show more love and support for each other and it, it could be way bigger <laughs> than what it is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what else was I was going to, uh, Ask you. Um, so, are you a fan? I was gonna ask you. So, are you a fan of the Pistons or the Mavericks? Man, I had to go with the Mavs. My engineer would kill me. He'd kill me if I said I was the Pistons. I've seen that game this this uh, year. Luca did an awesome job, man. But I'm not too much of a basketball fan. But if I had to say between two, I'm a Mavericks fan, definitely. You know, shout out to Dirk, man. Put in a good season last year. So, yeah. Yeah, like my roommate, he's from Ohio also, but he's been down here, I think he said since he was like 14, 15 or whatever, living down here in Texas. So he was like, yeah, he was like, I don't support Ohio sports at all. He was like, I'm Mavericks everything. He don't really watch any other sports, but he was like, yeah, I'm Mavericks everything. He's like, it's dark, it's all the way, it's, it's Luca everything. He don't like to miss no games. He's like suffering right now because there's no NBA right now. <laughs> yeah, he, I know. That's man. really like the only sport he watches. Uh, me, because I'm, I'm from Akron, from LeBron, where LeBron was from. So I'm, oh, okay. I'm LeBron all day. That was actually the same year that the Mavs beat the Heat. Uh, oh, wow. Was, was the same year that I, I moved down here. Like the, those same few months when the finals was going on, that's when I moved down here. Yeah, those were some times, 2011, man. I, I think Drake was, was coming out hard at that time, man. Yeah. Very hard, yeah. And like uh, one of the other guys from from the podcast, uh, Shot, one of the other hosts, shout out to my guys, Tim and Shot. He actually texted me the other day. He was like, "Happy anniversary!" I was like, "Happy anniversary for what?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, just let you know, this is the anniversary of when the Mavericks beat the Heat." <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> wow. I just had to remind That's you. About it. I was like, "Real? 
<laughs> he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, this is a great day. I was like, but it wasn't a great day for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Well, man, uh, hey, I mean, honestly, I tell you one thing, brother. Uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a lady. I do appreciate you for for bringing me on the show, but uh, man, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm getting right out of time right now, brother. I'm getting. I'm getting sleepy over here, man. I'm getting, yeah, getting I, dozing off, boy. I feel you, sir. So, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. So if you could introduce uh, your other joint, Earthly Love, and if uh, send out your socials and all that and let everybody know. Hey, y'all, so listen up. My next song is about to play. This is hype. This is summer. This is the cultural wave. It's Earthly Love. Tune in, listen to it, check it out, download it, stream it, and share it, okay? Now, as far as social media links, you can follow me on Instagram at officialmaximillion. Also, for more updated content, go to my YouTube page at Max Million. Check out my uh, recent music videos. And to follow my latest and greatest news, check out MaxMillion.com. It's your boy, Max Million. I'm signing out. All right. It's your boy, Smiles. This is an, another Music Impulse interview. Coming up next, we got my man, Max Million with Earthly Love. Coming up next. Let's go. Yes, sir. Penicillin, dealing with a knock who hot, feel I'm the villain. Every day lying, my face stay crying. I'm living with a woman who giving me bad feelings, not enough. Baby wanna give me handcuffed. Rubbing on your body was a bad conduct. Living in the world where women are like pearls, but we'll turn on a nigga for a couple hundred bucks. That's tough. I don't wanna drama nor a hug. Wanna see me dead, but in your head you love harassing my life for the simple fact. Only really for yourself
inside the soul of your eyes Looking for love in your eyes I can see it inside the soul of your eyes I'm looking for love in your eyes I can see it inside the soul of your eyes Looking for love in your eyes I can see it inside the soul of your eyes smiles and we're back for another episode of the music impulse on this segment i got one of our, another returning guest my homie my home girl the amazing cliche how you doing i'm good how are you <laughs> you know on this gloomy looking sunday morning <laughs> oh yeah it's definitely gloomy <laughs> yeah i was like and i looked outside i was like oh man this does not look like it's morning <laughs> I thought it was still like, I don't know what I thought it was, but I was like, okay, I need the sun to come out because I need some sun in my life. And I don't know if that's going to happen today. Yeah, because I looked at the house, I was like, I have to make sure it wasn't still Saturday. Like, oh, is it Saturday night? <laughs> like, oh, it's actually Sunday morning. <laughs> Did I drink too much? I know, right? <laughs> I feel like I slept eight hours. <laughs> right. But well, then I know I know you just recently had a birthday. How how was your birthday? Birthday was good. I mean, I didn't do a whole lot, um, obviously, because it's during the week and I got work the next day. So my birthday was on Wednesday, and just ended up just chilling at the house, um, ordered in food, um, and that's pretty much it. Then Friday I went out to like um, obviously because I was celebrating Juneteenth as well. But I mean, Friday was also a little birthday weekend celebration. So I went to a black-owned business called Greedy's. Um, and it's like a sports bar, and I went there and just turned up a little bit, just a little bit. No, <laughs> oh, you did take some amazing photos. I, I did see that. Thank those, you, those amazing. Thank you. I like that. My mom was in town, so and she's a photographer, she's a retired photographer and journalist. So she took my pictures for me. When she's in town, I try to take advantage of her. Um, she's gone. She just left today. But when she's in town, I try to take advantage. Oh, wow. That, that's, that's dope. I was like, I, I never heard you say that about her. I was like, that would be yeah. another reason why I would love to talk to her. <laughs> just yeah, definitely. Photographer and journalism. Mm -hmm. like, that's dope. I like that. Yep. Which, uh, so, I like that was actually a, one of my, my bonus questions I was going to ask. I was like, how, how, how's my, uh, my other fa favorite person in your family that I've never met? Your, your mom. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's good. She, she had came out here and she loves the Texas wine. So she bought like um, Lilano, Lilano, mm -hmm. however you pronounce it. Um, but she bought like a case of it from Total Wine and More and was like, I'm bringing this back to Tennessee. Uh, she's like, because we don't have this in Tennessee, so she stocked up on like wine and liquor and things like that. Yeah, because I was like, I know, stocked up. I, I love just watch, just watching y'all uh, interact on on social media. <laughs> I was just, she's crazy. <laughs> it, she, if you want to see like the definition of like how a Latino mom reacts. That is it right there. That that <laughs> she is the perfect example of how crazy Latin Latino moms are. 
Yeah, like, cause even uh, just because I've heard it on the episodes before, like when I read her tweets, I like kind of like read them in her voice. In her voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to. Like, you're reading in her voice and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like. It, it makes it even more funny. I was like, because she don't she does not care. Mm-mm. My mom has no filter and she'll cuss me out real quick. Yeah, I was Man. like, I was like, I, I love watching y'all on, on Twitter interact with each other. <laughs> I got to get her off Twitter. <laughs> I, I was like, I was um, uh, thinking about like, hey, I would love if Clash A did like every episode of her podcast just with, with her mom. Like, I, my, I mom, my mom was like, I asked her, and she was like, uh, no, I'm not getting on any more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> She's funny. Like, Mom, you're a fan favorite. <laughs> That's what I told her. I was like, they really like it. You're crazy. <laughs> I tried to tell them no, but they keep asking for you back. Right. I'm like, I'm trying to tell them I don't want you on here. <laughs> and here they go. They keep asking for you back. <laughs> all right. But uh, how's everything else been for you, especially like with Corona and all everything that's been going on? Uh, it's been good. I work from home. So um, the company that I work with, we work from home. Well, it, they were already from home prior to COVID. So, which is amazing. Um, so then I can kind of do like my own business and then also do my job, which is my regular like eight to five work. Um, <laughs> um, and so, um, so yeah, just been, you know, just dealing, you know, being a mom and um and it's pretty much just working that's all you can do really yeah i know i mean i don't get out because i order my groceries from amazon fresh and <laughs> so yeah, i refuse to go grocery shopping i don't even like grocery shopping but yeah it's just a stressful event just within itself <laughs> you like so, like now yeah especially like, you Cause go, like, I, I just go to get like a couple things and why am i been here in here an hour <laughs> <laughs> and you're in there and it's not because of you it's you're in there because like just the line in general is long and they don't have that many registers open because they don't have that many people working and so you're like i, I have two things even the self-checkout which normally used to be like quick you get to self-checkout you have yeah, it that, that line long. Long. and i'm like look i don't like that everybody can't be in self-checkout that's that's how i feel because Especially during Corona, I know I'm like, hold on, this line is getting longer and longer. Why am I standing in line for self checkout? <laughs> like I shouldn't be waiting. And, for- and I refuse. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now I'm using that Amazon Fresh. I was like, because I get stressed out every time I walk in a Walmart or a Target. Like, oh man, I just gave like five me. things, but it's gonna take yeah. me an hour to get in and out. And just imagine like going in there with kids. You got your mask on. Like and then you gotta like maneuver. You got a baby or the older two kids, and it's like okay, this is way too much, and it's too crowded. People are rude, and I'm like, no, we're good. Mm-hmm. That remember when I just going shopping with my mom as a kid. Since I'm the oldest, I she just let me go. She was like, all right, just meet us back here in about like 20 minutes. So I'd I'd always go straight to like the toy section <laughs> and like right. <laughs> like well, we'll I remember to- days. My mom used to do it too. Like, like, oh, all right, I feel like it's been about 20 minutes. Let me go find my mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think my mom might be done grocery shopping. Yep. And she's just in the produce. She ain't even done yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but no, uh, you, you moving back to Dallas. I've been actually moving back to Dallas. Cause I know when we recorded the episode, your last episode, that was the day you moved to Houston. So how's that yep. been being back in the D? The DFW. I, I miss Dallas so much. Um, obviously, because my older two kids are here, but it's just like Dallas, my people are here. So, all the people that I know personally, you know, 
that I call friends and family um, because I don't have family here. So it's just, it's nice. You know, you're a transplant. (laughs) So it's nice to have like all the familiar faces, but I miss Dallas. Houston is cool, but I love my Dallas. I like, I know where to get around in Dallas. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I missed it. But I, I know, it's like you, you made some 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 really dope connections down down in Houston too. It was like you had you had that the, the great Mardi Gras event uh, that you had. Uh, uh-huh. That was that was super dope. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Uh, not a, see, I was planning on another event here in Dallas, and that was prior to like everything happening. And so I, I I had had like a team. Like I I don't know if you heard of um, Corey Clout. So mm-hmm. Corey Clout, yeah. So me and him had joined together and I was like we were trying to like he was helping me find venues and I was like I, I'll get the venue if you can just find all the people to bring to the venue um and so I did a couple of jobs for him just one-off jobs YouTube editing and so it was like okay let's link together you did an event in Houston let's talk about how we can do an event here in Dallas like a big one yeah and yeah things just with everything happening now things are going to be postponed at least I mean by next year it'll be something really huge and then link up everybody um yeah I want something really big here in Dallas that's my next move yeah bigger no. way bigger than Houston yeah because I know like one of my homies he lives down in Houston he always tells about how he's like yo man I'm trying to get up to Dallas he's like especially like to meet up a lot of the podcasts up there, he's like, cause he's like, bro, he's like, just from seeing what you be doing, he's like, it just seemed like just Dallas is just popping in general. Like, bro, I'm trying to get up there and see see what y'all what y'all shaking and doing up there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it'd be good to like have the same people, like, um, especially I have more connects here. So you and then just everyone in general, the support we can all like link together and with Kayla she has a blogger aspect and just yeah. everything in general we'd be able to like join together and make something really really huge so that'd be really dope it's just once I got my eyes and cross my t's to make sure everything's in roll and then we can start planning some stuff for next year but it's like it's so hard right now to do anything oh which also remind me you're the because because your event this is how uh, I end up doing that episode with group chat live <laughs> yeah and that was and then I know you like that yeah, that was super fun. I I really enjoyed doing that. They were, they were great and very hospitable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Group chat live and just a lot of those people when I moved to Houston, they were all pretty like welcoming. And so that's why I brought them on because I knew like once they came in, they would interact with everybody. Um, So I was dope. It was nice to like see my Dallas people and like Houston kind of like get together and mingle. Um, And I mean, it, it was cool for it to be my first event. Um, but because I didn't think anybody was gonna show up, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you, you did a very good job. Did a very good job. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, but uh, I guess since you said you already been working home, so I guess since yeah, Corona ain't really affected like your job or anything. Anything else that's really mm-hmm. been affected? Not none is really for you. Uh, no, not really. Um, the only thing was just me trying to plan an event, which my planning event was supposed to be this summer. Like it was the event was supposed to happen this summer, and then everything happened. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just that was probably the only thing that really affected anything. Cause I mean, I'm already a homebody, so (laughs) it didn't really affect anything. Um, I did buy a house. Um, while when I moved back, and so I was dope. 
Oh yeah, I, was, I saw the pictures and the videos of that. Uh, I'm, I'm like, the house looks wonderful and amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, also, which actually speaking of your house, uh, been seeing like your your videos and your vlogs with, with your kids. How how's that been? How how that uh, come come to be? So it came because first of all. My younger, uh, well, not the youngest, she's not the youngest no more. Um, Heaven, my middle child, she's always watching like YouTube or like vlogs mm-hmm. of like other families. And then both of them, neither one of them have social media, obviously. My son's 12, but I'm like, I'm not giving you social media. But he was like, I really want to do YouTube videos. I was like, well, you want to do vlogging? I was like, because I can monitor that and um, I can edit the videos. He's like, yeah, let's start vlogging. He loves it. Like, I have a vlog I got to edit from this past week that I need to get up there. But that's pretty much how it started. Like my son, he really, he, he wants to get into like acting and stuff like that. He just wants to venture into different things. And, um, and it, which is dope. Cause I kind of encourage, I, I encourage him to kind of be, just be out there. He's really into engineering and science, which he's been oh. doing all summer. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's dope to be 12 years old and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So his goal, he wants to be a robotics engineer. So that's one of the big things he wants to do. That's- He's just a little genius, 12 years old. I was a robotics <laughs> engineer. I yeah. couldn't even tell you what <laughs> that was 12 years old. <laughs> and I tell you, he was supposed to be in Italy right now. Um, oh, wow, that's dope. Yeah, for an engineering program. Um, but with COVID and everything, he wasn't able to go. Yeah. So, yeah, he was supposed to be out there on a trip. Wow, that's, a, that's amazing at 12 years old to know that <laughs> you want to be a robotics Right. <laughs> that like, I don't know. I just want to get out of high school. I don't yeah, know. That, yeah, that's what I was like. It's just like, just know I'm going to college. That's all I know. That's all though. I don't. I don't know. I was like, and you that's know, funny. most kids like you go there and you change, end up changing your major two, three times, anyways. <laughs> Tell me about it. You know, changed it three times. You, you probably went through that. Oh, I failed all my classes. I did really bad first semester because I was clowning. To yeah. so, oh, now I'm you know I done brought him back up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, mm. I definitely got my first day of my whole school career, my first semester in college. I did too, and I cried. Yeah, that's how I felt. Cause I was like, I got a D. I was like, I knew I was struggling, but I know it was like. <laughs> You know what? That bad. Yeah, I didn't know I did that much help. Yeah, I was like, man, I was like, I thought I did a, a, a good enough on that last that final exam. We used to, to to bring it up to a C. It's like, yeah, no, didn't. didn't. Had to re, had to retake that class, but I, I got to be that next semester when I retook it though. <laughs> you sound like me. That's what I did too. I was like, you know what? I'm, there's that would be my first D, and I was like, Mm-mm, I can't do this. I'm gonna cry every day. Yep, that I remember the professor because I took the same professor and everything. I was in his uh office hours all the time. Like he was like, you you are like this. I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, but I'm changing it this time. I mean, your office hours, um, whatever you got extra to help me study and and pass this class, I'm doing it. Right. So at least you took that initiative to do that. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't have this D on my record. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wipe, wipe it right off. You got to. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, well, what else I want to ask you? Uh, anything else new been going on? Uh, uh, I know I've seen you dropping the episodes of the podcast lately. But I know you've been doing like the the vlogs, so at least keeping mm-hmm. content out there. I have because I had episode, but while when I was gonna drop it, it just wasn't appropriate for everything we had going on. Um, as far as like in the black community, so I was like, I'll wait. Um, and and then I did record another one, which I need to edit that. Oh my gosh. Um, and that one's more appropriate because I'm like the dropping timing of everything, you know. Um, I'm like, yeah, no, that's not even appropriate. I'm not even in that space right now. Like, just it just I just wasn't creatively with everything happening. I'm like, I feel like I need to pull out sources from everywhere else, you know. So I have plenty of episodes. It's just they just need to be dropped. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, you know, I love it because you. Uh, like it's just straight from your like own personal view and it's like it could be something about your life it could be something overall or whatever so yeah so like, like i said people all the time it's just my diary so it's not like your typical like podcast where you know everybody like you have the standard like oh i have this is what i'm going to talk about next this is what i'm going to talk about next i was like no it's a diary no one ever thinks about or plans out their diary yeah. you just kind of just record or you just kind of just write yeah. And whatever comes to mind, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, that's how I like because it's like, eh, whatever. Like this episode might be fifteen minutes. This next episode might be an hour. Whatever, whatever. This is just, just me. Have just, fun. Yeah, it's get, getting it out there. And I'm just doing it to have fun and just kind of like um, kind of mark my like progress within my life. And so like, if my kids were like, if something were to happen, me and my kids go back and look at these episodes, I'm like, Dad, my mama had that much going on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just something for them to go back and like listen to um but you know I like doing it the kids want to get into um actually podcasting both of them well the oldest one specifically and I'm like well we'll do we just got to figure out what content we would be talking about like what would our focus be um and that would be the like main thing Okay, cool. Look at your, your little creative family and everything. <laughs> and the, the other one can draw, and then he likes, like, the other one, she draws really, really good. The six-year-old, she draws really well for a six-year-old. And then him, he just, he likes the videos and um, just anything like that. So he's really into that. Okay. So we'll see. All right. Oh, then, how's the baby doing? I was like, I was, I was like, oh, yeah, Rain. She turned one yesterday on Saturday. Oh, well, happy uh, birthday to her. Oh, yeah. She's my little Gemini twin. Sorry to Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she turned one yesterday. So it was nothing like major. It was like super immediate. Family came to my house. Nothing like big. Like you would probably think an African party would be nothing like that. Um, so yeah, we just she part she partied out and ate as much as she could, and and then she was like, "Y'all gonna have to leave" because she was getting cranky. She's like, it, "Y'all didn't overstay y'all's welcome at my mama's house." <laughs> yeah, she was like, "All right, there's too many of y'all in here." Like, mm-hmm. and as soon as they left, she was up live, but she was just like, "There's too many of y'all in my mama's house. <laughs> I gotta go." like all right we 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 have fun all right time to go bye thank you for my gifts i appreciate my gifts i appreciate everyone who came but yeah i gotta go because i'm yep. ready to just spend time with my mama well so they say uh you ain't gotta go home, go home but you gotta get the out of here that's funny yeah 
But uh, besides that, what, what are new music you, you, you listen to? Like, what's the vibe? I know I, I always see you posting, like, you listen to music and all that. So what, what you've been vibing to lately? Any, like, specific albums or artists or anything you've been um, to? Lately, I've, I've been killing. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Jeanette Aiko, um, just in general. Still going on that deluxe. Um, she said we were going to get that deluxe, like, weeks ago. I'm waiting. Um, so her, I've been vibing out to her, um, there hasn't been, like, a whole lot of, like, just dope, you, I, I feel like this year has just been a bad year, just all around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, just recently, I just listened to Tiana Taylor, um, uh, album, um, that one's dope. Yes, I really um, I that. really liked it, I liked it a lot, uh, and I'm, I wouldn't even say I'm, like, I'm a huge fan of her, but... Her that that album is I liked it a lot. I actually was working and like listening to her music at the same time. Um, let's see what else I've been listening to. So obviously, like I said, Janae Aiko, um, and this album was like a random music. Um, my homeboy Maul himself just dropped um a new um I, I want to say episode so bad. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <And song. laughs> A new song, he just dropped a new song, uh, which he's, he was telling me, he's like, he's probably got more play on that one. I assume the same, he's gotten more um, play on that one than he had on any other songs. I think I put you on um, Unlock Yourself, it was yep. on um, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he dropped a new one, and I, I, I sent it to you on um, Instagram, so you can take a listen to it. Yeah. But yeah, I've been listening to him, and just, just really just vibing, just whatever it has going on. Like, I don't know, I've just been kind of, like, in a vibe, like, chill type of music listening to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you like Wale, also, but I was like, on a Wale. I like Wale. He dropped a new project on Friday, also. Did he? I didn't yeah. even know that. Well, uh, I know you would know. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, what, what was the name of it? Uh, I can't even think of the name of it. Uh, let me look at it real quick. Uh, what's my iTunes at? Uh, the Imperfect Storm. Ooh, I might have to listen yeah. to that. Yeah, it's just uh six six songs. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, a, a, okay, a, I'm gonna I'm play that. It's a it's a nice little little vibe. Uh, six six joints like, kind of he, he kind of I like the way he kind of like incorporates like stuff that's going on. Like you hear like little like Corona stuff mm-hmm. or social and just stuff while still like kind of keeping like light and fun and. I've everything. always loved Wale. I did not know he dropped another. Okay, project. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. As soon as we got the phone, we'll be listening to Wale. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, six songs, 18 minutes long. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's all I need. I'm good. Yep. But uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, back, because you said you uh, got the new joint from your, your boy, Maul himself, aren't you? We, we're in the episode while you introducing the, the song, and we're, we're going to play that right after this. All right. I should have wrote down the name of the song. <laughs> uh, what is it? Did I send it to you? Yep, it was. Because it's like letters. So it's like. I can't even remember what it was called. V M M T I. See? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I knew it was like a bunch of different letters. <laughs> What's it? V M D D I or D? Yeah. V- I'm going to say Ma himself. Good yeah. take out the <laughs> um, Definitely Ma himself. He's out of Wisconsin, uh, of Milwaukee. So, you know, just go check out his album. Check out the song. It's dope. Um, 
it's it's a long name. It, yeah, I don't even want to plug that all the in there. But check him out. He has a lot of dope projects he has. Um, um between him and Jen, Genesis Renji, like they both have some both out of Milwaukee. Um, just some dope music. So I hope you guys enjoy it because I do. Um, one of these days I'm gonna end up like being somebody's <laughs> music PR or something. <laughs> um, but definitely check it out. I think you'll like it. Yeah, like, and then I, I also just reached out to him uh, before I got on with you. I, I messaged him just saying, like, yo, got your song. I was like, maybe we can sit there and figure out how to do an interview or something. So yeah, his definitely. response. Yes. Definitely. He's he's always down for interviews. I'm, I, I told him he just needs to hire me as a PR because <laughs> I, I, just hire me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, yep. All right, child. That was the end of the, anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, um, just follow me on my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at the same handles. It's TG Knows Curls. And you can check out my podcast, Diary of Afro-Latina. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, cool, y'all. Thank you again, Clashé. And like we said Thank before, you. coming up next is Maul himself with V-M-M-D-I. All right, y'all. <laughs> here we go. Had to get some time from it. Could know the truth and I sit back and watch them lie to me. Since fourth grade, don't listen when they talking nines to me. Split screen goes, now you talking pie to me. Just give me credit when you're taking what's the bribe from me. I plan to see now what I need is what's the pride from me. Know you would go and blow a check, but what's your life from me? Bet the decision that you make now that's a surprise to me. Then I already know what you be on. They turn around when you perform. I got it like a shooting guard. I wear it like a uniform. You got it, then I need to see. Been losing all my decency, ain't seeing me. Yeah, too much on my plate, I can't play. Virgil's on my feet, I can't stay. Hey, chill out with the gang, but we don't shake up. I was taught to never save her. All you wanna do is pay my. Ah. Lately, I've been tapping like a fair cow. She still owe me pussy, yeah, she dead wrong. My niggas made it off a virtual A blow. Oh, you niggas moving if you say so. Me and my niggas moving, we've been up to something. Say they want this content, better stretch the budget. Yeah. Want me the funds, bring my sums, nothing new under the sun. We in it for funds, they in it for fun, came from the slums. Ain't came from a lot, not a lot. Wifey then and fainted, pull off the lot. We from the bottom, I'm gripping the bottom, she giving me top. Oh my lord, oh my lord, and lost the top. It's a moment whenever I pop out. Diamonds bobbing on me, baby, watch out. Yeah, it's starting to treat me like a legend. I'm just gifted with the presence, all this energy a blessing. Hard to get some time from me. Baby, love the money, hate the time from me. Got a couple niggas that do time for me. Just know it's on site, they walk the line for me. All right, y'all, it's your boy Smiles, and we back for another segment of the Music Impulse. For this one, I got the lovely Victoria of For the Culture Studios. How you doing? I'm doing good, doing well. Thank you for having me today. I'm excited. 
You're welcome. <laughs> I, I've, I've been wanting to do this ever, ever since the uh, the Melon and Manny Festival. I've been wanting to get you on, on the podcast. I just I, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was just a dope idea and a dope creation and everything. Thank you so much, and thank you for coming out. Y'all did like the live podcasting and was helping out with random stuff too. So y'all are a great addition. So thank you too. Yeah, of course. I was like, I'm ready to, for for next year's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to be able to go to uh, all 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 the days um, next time. Yeah, I'm, we are already starting to get our brain ticking on what we can do. You know, make it even better and larger than this year. So it's gonna it's gonna be lit. Oh yeah, I I, I can't wait, especially because um, I don't know if I told you already before, but I'd already been probably been to. The, uh, that location probably maybe three, four, five times already. Just and I never knew who who, who ran it. I just knew like uh, every little pot because every time I started getting into podcasts, and I was like, it seemed like every event that I went to was <laughs> I, was there. And I'm like, man, like this is the spot that like all these different podcasts just <laughs> everybody does it here. So then when I, when I got to finally meet you, I was, I was like, oh, this is dope. Like. She's the one that's running. Like this is the person that's behind all these. Things. So, I re- it's I re- funny. I get that all the time. People are like, "Oh, that's you. You're the one who owned it." I'm like, "Yeah." I'm, I'm kind of low key, shy and stuff. So I'll be in the back and cuts. Yeah. So, um, but I did want to start off the podcast. Can you kind of give like a recap or, or how do you come up with what? How do you come up with the idea to open your your own like event space and all that? And so, um, well, it was really part of my whole life journey, but I've done some event planning and event production in the past, um, everything from fashion shows to large festivals. So I've always been um, interested in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And so just always having to rent out my, or rent out a venue was something that kind of pushed me towards having my own just because of how it would be treated at some of these places, you know, sometimes in deep Ellum you know, we just don't get treated right. So that was a pushing factor for me. And then I just always wanted to own several different businesses and an event space or, you know, some like a wedding venue or something was always on my list. I got like 10 things that I want to open eventually. So it just seemed like the right time. And I'm excited that I did. I'm just so, I love everything about Dallas culture. Um, Are are you originally from Dallas? I'm from Akron, Ohio. Um, well, I'm originally from Louisiana, but I've been in Texas for my whole life. Okay. I moved around the Metroplex, but I've been at DFW for pretty much my whole life. Oh, yeah. It's like, I've been here nine years. It'll be 10 years in January. So, yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I love it down here. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, how long has the student, uh, the, uh, for the culture been open? How, how long have you had it open? At this I know over, like, at least over the last year, I know I've been there like four or five yeah. times. Yeah, so at this location that we have, um, I've been there since April of 2019, Um, but prior to that, I had a smaller location right down the street, and I was there for a little less than a year, so, but I would say at this location, most people know me from this location, and it's been about a year and a couple months, if we, I don't even know if we count on quarantine months anymore, how did it work? I mean, I would, hey, <laughs> it's still under your ownership, so I don't care. Okay, yeah, so almost a year and a half, then we rolled it up on it. 
okay, yeah. I was like, that, that's probably about the same amount of time I've been <laughs> going to different events there. Because yeah. I remember the first event was, it was like a midnight brunch type uh, thing or something like that. Midnight mimosas. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I get up, my, my, my second job uh, at the races I work at is uh, literally like five minutes away. <laughs> So um, I knew some people that was going. So I was like, I, I looked at them I'm like, oh, this is literally right up the street. And I get off at midnight. So, hey. <laughs> so it was, it was perfect. Yes, yeah, I, I, I miss those late night events. We go from 12 to 4 a.m. Mm. Like some youngsters. Yeah, I know. I was like, because when I went, I, was, cause I, I think I probably stayed like two or three hours. I was just like, okay, yeah. Mm, starting to get <laughs> tired. I, I ain't did this since the college days. <laughs> right. That's yeah, sweet. so, but it, I, I love the events and the dope. Uh, how the uh, the melon manufacturing? How how that idea come come to be? How how'd you create, come up with that? Um, so when I opened for the culture, I kind of had all these events in mind that I wanted to produce. Cause like I said, I used to do event production prior to this. Mm-hmm. So there's a list of events that I wanted to do, and Melon and Manifest Festival has been on that list really since like 2018. Okay. So once I finally got my own space, I was like, I have to do it. But I knew that just with the name that I came up with, I was like, it has to be big. So um, I originally had it planned for June and it just wasn't lining up right. And so I just kind of put it on the back burner. And then um, I met the, I met Curls and Cocktails, which is Cora. I met her and I'm like, I need like this project that I'm working on. Like I need somebody who I can trust and who I know is going to do it right. And I just felt like she was the right person. Like I had only known her like three months, but I knew it's something in my spirit. Yeah, so your spirit was like, she the one. <laughs> and so I told her, gave her the rundown of everything I wanted to do. And we just kind of ran with it. But it, it really is just based upon the mission of For the Culture Studio, which is, you know, doing it for the culture and creating the culture together. And I feel like the three pillars of success for our culture is mental health, physical health, and financial health. And once we get those three pillars under control and we master those, and I feel like we are going to be unstoppable as a culture. So I just feel the need to just educate and inspire in that way. Yeah, definitely. I was like, I definitely agree with that. Especially, especially now with like everything that's going on with in the world today. I was like, I, I definitely feel like next year can definitely be even way bigger and better and, and more monumental. Like just because I think I think we finally all really get in that space and that mindset of okay, we all need to stick together. We all need to build up our finances, everything, be stress free, and worry about because we got people who going through stress over just being quarantined. I, I know uh, I have, I know a, a few other people have been going through it and all that. And I definitely agree with everything you got talking about with the mission statement and everything for the, for the culture. Yeah. Thank you. I, I really feel like, you know, we headed in the right direction. I love, I love to see it. <laughs> I love to see it. Yeah. Uh, how have you been doing with the quarantine and all the social injustice and everything that was going on? How, how, how have you been your, your, in your space and your, your mentality and everything with that? Man, it's been a lot. I had to take a couple of breaks from the internet in general, just because I felt like every single day it was something new that was like breaking my heart. Like every yeah. day. I did new. too. I took like a week off. Yeah. I, I tried to take a week off. I couldn't. <laughs> just because having all, so much stuff to post on three different pages yeah. but I know when I would get on 
I wasn't scrolling. Like if it wasn't directly on that front page that I accidentally see what I'm posting, mm -mm. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to go through no comments because it's just going to trigger me. So I, I just have to know when to shut it off. Yeah, it's like, all right, I, I came, I did, I did what I came to do. Like, no, no, no need to scroll. Like, don't, yeah. don't keep going because you might see something that you don't want to see. <laughs> and it's, it's a struggle for me as well because, like, okay, I don't want to be ignorant. Like, I, I want to be informed and know what's going on in the world too. So it's like, oh, how do you find? It? I guess it's all about the balance of finding the balance of knowing what's going on in the world and also not letting too much get absorbed into you. So that's been my task these past few months. I definitely understand that because uh, my, my radio station job is a news station. So all we do is cover news and every story is Corona this, Corona that. And then with all the, the deaths is like, oh, this, this person, black people this, and this person died. And this, I'm like, Oh, I have to hear this for six hours on this shift, like the same stories over and over again. Like just get, just got to be tired. And I was like, and then I turned on my social media, and I'm like, oh, all I see is on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter is the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I was it's like, I, I had to take a break myself from it all. Mm -hmm. But um, oh, oh, I also wanted to tell you, um, so because also on this in, uh, on this episode. Uh, one of the guys I've met, uh, Max Million, he he wanted me to tell uh, tell you he, he gave you a, a lot of props. So uh, when you, when you check out this episode, he he definitely gave you a lot of props on on helping him out at least for, with his career and everything. That's dope. Yeah, Max, he is man. I love his style, his flow. Like he got real talent. But yeah, he's performed. He performed at our grand opening show um, okay. at Fort Culture. And um, at the old place that I had as well, he performed there at a couple of uh, art shows that we had. So, yeah, Max, you're holding it down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, after listening to his, his music, uh, I definitely was like, yeah, I can't wait for this project. Because he, he said it's, it's going to be about, like, mental health and everything uh, yeah. that's going on. So I was like, oh, I can't wait. He said he don't have a, a, a date or a title of the project yet, but he said that's definitely kind of like the, the basis for the project. So I, I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. He always has a good message in his music. Yeah. Um, I guess also with owning an event space and then everything going on and having the social distance, how have you had to like adjust? I know you, you recently had a, uh, the pull up and register voting event. How, how have you had to, I guess, adjust with just running a business and that's based on having events when <laughs> we're not really having events? <laughs> exactly. So pretty much everything has been uh, virtual events now and then we did the pull up and register a couple weekends ago and that was cool where we still were able to connect with people and people were able to stay in a car. Everybody had their mask on. Um, so we're, we're getting more creative with how we can still keep people involved and engaged, but um, also safe. So uh, we're going to be coming up with some other ideas since it's looking like we're going backwards in this whole COVID thing now. Oh yeah, like just announced today they're closing bars and restaurants down to back to fifty percent. Back to fifty percent. So the numbers are spiking. So we're gonna keep doing some more virtual uh, things for sure. But it's it's unpredictable, and I don't like that. Yeah, that's that's what I hate because I definitely was ready to get out and go to because it was probably like maybe four or five different like 
concerts and events I was planning to go to the last couple of months have all had to cancel and give me refunds back for. <laughs> I was just like, uh, like one was like a trip to Houston to go to the Joe Button podcast live. I was I was excited excited for that. Martin seeing Martin Lawrence a con- I was a conversation for Martin Lawrence. It was like three other concerts. I was just like, uh. 2020 was supposed to be the year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, I was like we, we, we came to 2020 like, yes, 2020 going to be everybody's year. It's going to be amazing. And then it's just all gone like down here. But I know like for me personally, one thing that's helped is just like talking to my mom. My mom was real spiritual. So she's just like, hey, just read your Bible. Just stay focused. Like just stay stay on the bright side. And I know there's a lot of negativity and a lot of badness, but you got to stay positive, stay, stay prayed up and all that. And just try to look on the bright side of, of a lot of things. So, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, although, you know, there's a lot of negativity associated with COVID and unfortunately so many people are dying from it, but I can say that I needed, I needed this. Yeah. I really needed this break. Like, um, so the Melanin Mena Festival, um, all that was done um, beginning of March, right? Yeah. And then that next weekend, I had events at the studio, and I also like ran a half marathon. I was like, I'm just tired. Like, I just need over the day. So I was just warm. So I was like, I just need a break from everything from school, yeah. from the studio. I just need, I just want a break with no penalty. And I don't know how that's going to be possible. So I guess I just got to keep working to retirement. Yeah. But it's not fair. I was just totally ranting. And then a week later, the school, like everything is starting to shut down. And I'm like, what? I feel like I manifested that. <laughs> You're the reason we're in quarantine. Yeah, I needed this. I ain't gonna lie. Everybody. I'm the reason. Blame Corona on Tori. <laughs> yeah, blame Corona on Tori. You just said you're going to school. What are, what are you going to school for? No, I teach school. Oh, you teach school. Okay. I teach ninth graders. Okay, how how's that doing that? I guess adjust even adjusting to that. Honestly, it was great. <laughs> so going to online classes, it was a smooth transition because my classroom already was online based. So okay. I would always give my students assignments online. They have to turn in online. Like everything was perfect. So there was no real transition or hard thing for myself or my students to get used to. So it was perfect. I wish we could stay like this. Okay. I like teaching old schools. Okay, that's cool. That's <laughs> the cool. high schoolers, it's easy. Probably not for the babies. I can understand why they need to be in the classroom, but I teach high schoolers who are also uh, in the collegiate academy. So okay. they're advanced anyway. So they don't really need my guidance and instruction all the time to complete an assignment. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. That's that's super dope. So you like, hey, it wasn't really no adjustment for that. So I was just like, yeah, it worked out perfectly. They're like, we do this. We are ready. Like, y'all, y'all ain't about this <laughs> online life. <laughs> that's what I told my students. Um, the like the first day of online class, I was like, well, luckily for us, we're already prepared for a pandemic. We need to do <laughs> so. Y'all can focus on your other classes and figure out what they need. And then I'll holler at y'all next week. So I'll let, y'all, let them get adjusted. But I just teach college prep, so it's an elective. Okay, that's cool. That's dope. Um, guess kind of just wrap it up because 
the music, my, my music impulse segment of the Uncle Urban podcast is really just like kind of just talk about music. I, I do a lot, a lot of artists. So anything you've been listening to lately, anything like, I guess to help, help your mentor or just anything you've really been vibing to lately, like any certain artists or songs, anything you've just been bumping? Yeah. So this week I've been all on Tiana Taylor. She just dropped the album. Yeah. That's good. It is dope. It's a lot of songs. A majority of them are good. Maybe like one or two skips. And I'm not even truly a fan. I just listen just to listen. But now I'm like, okay, Tiana, I might like you. Um, so I've been listening to that nonstop for this whole week. And um, other than that, I've been listening to um, Gibeon or G- Oh, Gibeon, the dude from Chicago. Yes, his voice is like butter. I love him. Um, let me see who else I've been listening to. Of course, like the regular girly stuff, like Janae and Summer Walker. Okay, okay. See, I I need Janae to hear and drop that deluxe edition of uh, of Chalumbo. We were supposed to get it like a month ago now. <laughs> Man, they probably got her on COVID pause too. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I actually randomly saying uh, uh, her record label Def Jam had had posted uh, a picture of her. And uh, they're like, uh, "What are you bumping from her catalog?" I was like, "I'm bumping those deluxe songs that we haven't haven't gotten yet." <laughs> and and um, I guess one of the one of her producers or whatever he like responded back to me. He was like, "Patience is a virtue, my, my man. Patience is a virtue." I'm on with it. We ain't got nothing to do but listen to music. Shoot. I know. I was like, "I'm like y'all said we're gonna get it on the first. <laughs> it's been three weeks <laughs> since the first. Y'all ain't say y'all ain't give us a new date, no nothing. I just want the new music." Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. What are you listening to though? I need some new ideas because I'll be listening uh, to the same. Oh uh, yeah, Tayana. I know. Uh, I don't know if you like August. I seen it. He just dropped a new album today called The Product mm. Three. Um, I I, I like that. After after one listen, it's way too many songs. It's like twenty seven songs. So. What? I was like, yeah. I was like, I know you ain't dropped an album in some years, but <laughs> I you could have stayed to like seventeen, eighteen songs or something like that. That's a lot to digest at once. Yeah, and then I know like Black, he dropped like a six song EP today. Yeah, I listened to that. I listened to Wale's EP that he dropped the other day too. Yeah, I was like, I, that, that one, that's the one I've been like running through, like was the Wale. I probably heard that like, at least 10 times now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It's like four, what is like four or five songs or something? Yeah, like five songs. Five songs, yeah. I was like, because uh, I'm a big Wale fan, so I was like, I've just been running that back, like, oh, this is yeah. great. Nice, quick. <laughs> Cause I think it's like 18 minutes. I'm like, it's nice, quick. Before you know, it, you're like, oh, it's over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, just really, like, yeah. The Wale, Tiana. Uh, what else? What else have I been listening to? Um, uh, a lot of R&B. Yeah, Ali. I, I like Yeah, Ali. He dropped the mm-hmm. Trap House Jodeci Two project. Uh, he just dropped the deluxe edition of that. Mm-hmm. Um, a boogie. I like a boogie's project. He just dropped um the deliver version of that one. I need to check him. I need to check out an album of his because like when he drops singles, I'll be like, who is this? They be like, that's a boogie, and I'm like, oh, I guess I like a boogie. So I need to actually listen to an album of his because apparently I'm a fan. Every time I hear a song, yeah, I was like, I like I like a boogie. Yeah, he just dropped the deluxe edition of his album um called Art Artist 2.0. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, 2. and um, uh, cause he's. He said, uh, I ain't noticed until after he said it, but every song um, has some kind of guitar riff or guitar like instrumentation in every song. He mm-hmm. said that was his goal for every song to have guitar in it. 
he put his own little touch on it. Yeah, like so I, I thought that was dope. So mm-hmm. check him out. That's all I've been doing. Um, again, I appreciate you doing this for me. No problem. Thank you for the invite. Of course, anytime. Um, if you can give any any uh, information for any events or any social media, anything you want to give up before we go. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, every two weeks we do have some mental health Zoom meetings that we do with the Melanin Manifestival. We have an all-male event called Mentality. And then we have an all-women event called Girl Talk. And they have a licensed therapist on there. And each week or each month, there is a different topic. So I highly encourage everybody to just tune in. Those are usually on Wednesdays for the women and then Thursdays for our guys. And it's an hour and a half, an hour, and you're really just able to just release whatever it is that you're going through or learn something new. Not everybody talks. Some people just come to listen and they still are able to leave, you know, with their spirit field. So I encourage everybody to check out Melanin Mana Festival to stay up to date on that. Um, as well as follow for the culture studio on Instagram too to stay up. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate it. Again. Uh, all right. All right. You you have a good a good day, a wonderful weekend. And y'all, this is the music impulse. This is my guest Victoria of For the Culture Studios. And y'all have a great day. All right. Bye.